This is A1 Talk, a place where we can talk about anything and no topic is off the table. I'm Antoine, and along with me is my big cousin, Yahabed. We've been A1 since day one, and we want to share our perspective with you. Let's get started and dive into today's episode. Welcome to A1 Talk. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, obviously, it's your boy Yahabed and my cousin Antoine back with part two of top ten most in demand skills for the next ten years. So uh, last time we spoke, we went through a few of them. Just a little recap. Um, I think we went over uh, digital literacy. Um, we also went over um creativity uh what's a f- uh, another few ones that we went over Antoine we did uh critical thinking emotional intelligence and collaboration okay good so i feel like we gave you guys some uh good skills to think about uh, some things that you don't actually have to go uh you, you know purchase any uh boot camps or anything to learn but some things that you probably already have and things that you can build on on your skills so we're going to keep it rolling Today, we're going to uh, finish that list off. And uh, coming at a number two, based off the Forbes list, is data literacy. Um, so uh, just to break that down, for most companies, data is now one of the most important and valuable business assets. Um, so which means organizations will want to employ people that are able to take data and use it effectively. So, you know, like if you say like in a business context, data literacy means able to be able to like access appropriate data and work with it confidently. Um, so to cultivate data literacy, um, using on ex- um, means from data and communicating. So um, data insights and um, things like that. So if that just to break it down, like um, for you, like say if you are someone tells you how to fix something like you can explain how to fix how to turn off a computer or how to download a file um, but someone might send it to, to you in a data form where you have to look at that information and be able to uh, understand it right on both aspects so to me i see data literacy in my career is used every day and also as an entrepreneur where i have to understand that that uh those formats of data that's uh presented to me how about you Data, data, data. Data is capital now. All the biggest companies use data. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Everything uses data. Data is capital. You want to know about your target audience. You want to know about a, a particular program. You want to know about just the way things have been done and, and how to to improve upon them, you need data. So that's that's definitely very, very important. Even as you if you're going out into the workforce trying to find a new job, trying to upgrade, trying to get promoted, having data is, is information basically that you 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 need that's that's built up over a a, a amount of time that you can use to make a decision that you can use to to improve upon something or anything like that. So like that's one of the biggest things. Like when you when you on Facebook 
or any other type of social media, you see some type of ad and you know you were just I was just talking about dog food. Right. And I'm getting <laughs> dog food uh advertisements and stuff like that. So yes, data is data is capital. Uh everybody as as far as all these billion, trillion dollar companies, stuff like that, that's that's one of they they their biggest things that they they use to be able to launch products or or you know be able to start new projects so it's very important and um it's, it's a very important thing that uh this this let's say for the next 10 years i i think this is for the foreseeable future exactly i agree all right so we we did um data so I'm going to, um, so number eight was leadership skills, but I'm going to go down to curiosity and continuous learning. Okay. I, I really want to, I want to, I want to, I want to swing back to leadership skills. So curiosity and continuous learning. Now, big thing with that, curiosity, curiosity is literally the thing that, that, that drives us. It, it drives us as a, as a child being curious. That's the way that that we 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 discovered the world through our eyes as being curious uh continuous learning so just because a child learned how to uh do a certain thing or you as a child learn how to do a certain thing or even now as an adult you learn how to do a certain thing me i'm in the industrial industry and even when I, i used to be in the united states army even then a lot of people, when they first learn something and when it's first taught to them, it is taught that it is this way. There's no why, there's no how, it is this way, this is how you do it. But continuous learning, which helps you understand better, so you need to learn the why of it. So when this happens, I'm supposed to do this. That's just what you're taught at the beginning. But then continuous learning, you're learning the why. So then learning the why of something very important because now you you can you can come up with your own way of doing it maybe you can come up with a better way of doing it just another way of doing it because you have learned the why of it so that's why i feel like it's a two-parter on this curiosity so curiosity basically sparks your interest in something and then continuous learning learning not just that it has to happen but why it has to happen Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Like, um, you know, as we know, I mean, we're curious as a child. I mean, think about that, you know, being, you know, as a as a baby or if you any of you guys have children, as you see your kid and they're just curious, they're always into something. I mean, if you can't find something in your house, you got a little one year old walking around, they're going to find it. You know, because they're attentive, they're curious. You know, you 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 know, you ain't found your wallet in two years, but they crawl on the ground for three minutes and found it under the table somewhere. So because of their curiosity, right? Because everything is new to them, and they're and as and with curiosity, like um, Antoine stated, it also leads to you continuously learning. Because when you're curious about things, you're going to want to learn about things. You know, it's many a nights that. I can say for myself, I can, you know, I, I can be up late at night wondering why, you know, bumblebees are bumblebees. And then it leads me down a rabbit hole <laughs> researching these things. So I believe that your life, the rest of your life, like um, Antoine stated, is that you should always be looking to 
um, learn. You know, that's something that you should always be uh, open to, you know, and being curious about not just standing in your bubble. Now, like I said, um, when it comes to learning, that don't mean you have to go one day and just learn 10 different languages, but you can be curious about a particular culture and then learn a little bit about that culture, right? Or you might be particularly um, curious about a, uh, a person stand or you never heard about something. Don't be what I, what, what I try to say, uh, what I call lazy knowledge, which is you gain your knowledge by not being curious, but just regurgitating what you hear somebody continuously learn and find out new things. Okay. So, uh, that, uh, that brings up the curiosity and continuous learning. Um, one of the next things is very important to me. I think is very, very important to all of us and what we should be adapting is flexibility. And this is ranked seven on that list. And, um, flexibility is very important. You know, um, I mean, you know, you guys have been with your journey this far with this podcast and, uh, we have to both show a lot of flexibility. Many of nights that, you know, we're both working, we have families and we're up two, three o'clock in the morning, you know, bringing this content out for you guys. So, you know, we really appreciate that, but you know, but that consists of flexibility, right? You know, if you say you want to do something, you say, um, you know, you want to be able to adapt and to make your dreams come true and you want to put in that work that calls for flexibility, right? So you want to be able to make things happen. You want to be able to adjust to new conditions um, and have and have an open mind uh, about these things. So and be able to focus on opportunities, you know, and not just worry about the obstacles, be solution solution based. Right. So uh, how do you feel about flexibility and how it uh, works in your life, Antoine? Flexibility. So with flexibility, you make it to a certain age in life. I mean, you grew up you, as a child, some things in some households, some things could be just laid out for you. But flexibility is very important in life, work, relationship, all types of things, because sometimes you got to adjust on the fly. Exactly. Sometimes things are going a certain way and you're like, okay, got it. I hit this goal. I hit this goal. Er, something else happened now. Now what am I going to do? I can't use the same plan, the same template that I have because there's no template to life. So I have to be able to adapt to that. I have to be able to, to keep an open mind, to be able to change. It's not like I said on the last one, things are not set in stone. So being able to be flexible, sometimes you... You might your boss might have to call you might have to come in an hour early stay an hour late right even in your own thing being an entrepreneur or anything like that you don't have to we don't want to be up this late doing this but hey we got to be flexible got to be right. able to uh to fit things in sometimes where they don't normally fit right so as a as a person in the workforce you going out there and a boss definitely an employer would definitely love that. That's a plus as far as you being flexible. A lot of times in interviews, stuff like that, they they will ask, you know, like, hey, we work this certain schedule, we work this, but, you know, sometimes we have to do this. Sometimes we have to stay later. Sometimes we have to come in early and stuff like that. So, you know, flexibility is very important mm-hmm. in all types of things because this is not a, a cookie cutter type thing. All right. types of different situations can arise, and you have to be able to react to it based on the situation. 
Right. You know, I mean, just to add a little bit more before we go to the next one, um, look, look at your, 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 your mothers. If the people that, uh, you know, maybe your parents or grandparents in their late, you know, your, your mom, maybe in her 50s, 60s, grandparents older, uh, if they're still around, um, think about the flexibility there are them having to adapt as the Evan, you know, how technology has changed over the years that they were born. You know, not just when we were born, you know, how things was, uh, we were kind of born in that technology time, not just like our children's are where they, they're born with a computer in their hand as soon as they come out. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, it was, we wasn't too far back before our mothers and our grandparents, but think of the adaptability that they had to change. So, um, as far as us going forward for the next 10 years, just getting ahead of that and, and becoming more flexible and, um, interchanging with, at, uh, basically, adaptability uh, will best definitely put you in front of the curve when it comes to not only the workforce and a career, but also your entrepreneurship, if that's something you want to go for too. So what, um, so what we got next on the list? All right. So this is one thing that's very near and dear to me, uh, leadership skills. So as far as leadership, there is a common misconception out there that, being in a position of leadership automatically qualifies you as a leader. Not true. Supervisor is a supervisor. A leader is a leader. Anybody can be a supervisor. Not everybody can be a leader. A leader is the example. A leader is is the for the subordinates should be the goal should be the 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 this is what I look to when I I I think about when I come into work I look to this person and I know that if I have an issue I have a question even if I just need some type of advice or anything like that I should be able to go to that person that person is going to have the answer or know where that answer can be found that person is going to Go outside and and being a leader does require to go outside of the confines sometime of what the job strictly states on paper. A leader goes outside of that paper. A leader actually looks at the person in it. So you can have two people and a leader, and just one of my favorite things, a leader can basically treat people the same but differently in a way based on their certain situations so exactly i would treat everybody fairly but i don't necessarily so my fair to you my fair to you are not the same thing it's the same thing if you have two different children two children you have a 10 year old and you have a one year old definitely going to treat the children fairly mm-hmm. but there's different things that a 10 year old needs or requires that are different from that one-year-old exactly and a leader a leader understands a person who's strictly just a supervisor all they see is a an employee they don't see the person part of it so leadership skills are 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 top of the mountain they they those things right there are very important entrepreneur in the workforce, corporate America, mm-hmm. sports team, exactly. leadership skills are needed 
even in the home, as far as the the mom, the dad, the oldest sibling. Right. Yeah, the I monument. Agree. You you definitely need these things, and and like I said, um, a lot of people do confuse. Basically, it's a supervisor, team leader, things like that. CEO with actual leader. Those exactly. can be one and the same. That a person can embody both of those things, but a person can just be a supervisor. Exactly. And and you know, I totally agree. Like I said, to me, uh, leadership skill is is like bringing the best out of other people. You know, a good leader knows how to look at what they're dealt with, the team they're dealing with, uh, understand all individuals of who they're dealing with and bringing the best attributes out of those or giving them instilling them the confidence. Um, and also it's, it's very, it's, it's a very tough job too, right? Because as a leader, they're going to be, you know, you're going to be scrutinized, right? It's just like, like, uh, Antoine right. mentioned, uh, the analogy with, um, you know, a sports team, you know, the leader gets all the praise, but they also get all the scrutiny, right. That comes with it. So you're watched, right. So you have to always be on your P's and Q as a leader, because not only are you, uh, molding, motivating other people and bringing the best out of them with words, but it's also with action, mainly with action. They're going to see, you know, if you're a hypocrite, if you're going to do this, if you're trying to motivate people to work hard, but they're not seeing you doing it, that's not a good attribute as a leader. Right. So, you know, this is a show. I can't think of the name of it, but, um, one of the shows will come out and they will, uh, basically see an organization that's not doing great or a business. And, um, and, um, they would turn it around. And one of the first things they would do, they would fire the leadership or so-called leadership, right? Because Mm -hmm. the employees are going to follow based on what the leadership is doing. Right. So, um, that's true to me. So leadership skills is definitely something that is good when it comes to yourself. Um, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, or if you're working for a company and building up your career, um, leadership skills is very, very important. It's something that, you know, you need to take time to invest in yourself to do that. Right. So, um, one of the last things, and I think the last thing on the list, uh, we come down to time management, which to me is one of probably the most important, uh, thing on this list, right? Because, uh, whether you work from home, you know, whether you at a office time management is about, working smarter, not harder. Right. So think about it. You know, we got two. you know, people say a New York minute, getting things done in a New York minute. But if you really break that down, uh, it is, you can get a lot of stuff done within a minute, right? Multiple things that you procrastinate with. Um, if you look at a, think how long it takes, uh, for a commercial to get past, get their point across to you. Right. When you look at a commercial, it might seem like forever, but these commercials are lasting 15 seconds, 20 seconds. Look, everything right. that they were able to get off and, and, and get their point across to you within that short amount of time. If you apply that same time, uh, their uh, their time management when it comes to advertising, what they want to advertise to you, what you want to do in your life, um, you definitely can get a lot more done. And you find yourself to be more productive. You know, if you get up, um, you write down your schedule, um, you say, this is what I want to get accomplished uh, within this, you know, uh, 24 hour span, right? You put down how much you probably think you're going to sleep, how much, you know, time you're going to do this or do that. Um, you can get a lot of things done by, 
um, working smarter, not harder, right? Like you don't have to, you know, if you want to read more books, you know, break it down in uh, increments. Like a great book that I like is um, The Compound Effect, right? Helped me out a lot with things. Um, it's basically, you don't have to tackle it all at once, but having time management to say, look, I'm going to read 10 minutes we, you know, uh, of a book, you know, 10 pages of a book or read for 10 minutes, um, you know, while I'm in the bathroom or while I'm on lunch or, you know, before I go to sleep, you know, or when I wake up, if you make that part of your time and you manage your time with that, before you know it, you'll probably have three to four books, uh, done within a couple of months, you know, or you go from reading one or two books in a year to, you know, five, five to 10, who knows? And to, at first, you might not think that's a big, significant change, but those compound effects of adding those things and, and making sure your time is um, uh, used wisely uh, a lot, definitely increases your capability to get things done. How do you feel about that? Time management. So the time that you have is finite. You only have a certain amount of it. So you think about the way a day is broken up. So you're going to sleep depending on if you get good sleep, anywhere from six to eight hours, maybe. So even with that, so you're down eight hours. So now you you left with 16. You got to get ready for work. That might take you another two. Or ready mm-hmm. for your day. So now you're at, you're at 10 hours that you've not done anything with. So now you got 14 more hours. And the way I think about it, just like me and y'all right here, we we starting this thing from the ground up and we we have to find the time. The time is always there. It's evidenced by, you know, have you ever heard of Steve Harvey? Kevin Hart? <laughs> exactly. The Rock. It's like them dudes have 56-hour days. Right. But they don't. They have the same amount of time as you. It is being able to manage that time wisely. It's being able to get the most out of the time that you do have and being productive in it. So at the job, even planning something, a vacation or something like that. Mm -hmm. Think about these things as a way to get, be the most productive, getting the most out of it, being able to um, properly plan because in a lot of aspects of, of life and things that you do do, you do have to, things have to be planned. And, exactly. you know, even going back to flexibility, be flexible, but still have a plan. Because you have a plan, you don't have to be as flexible. If you're shooting from the hip the whole time, things are bound to go wrong. Right. And like like people always say, like you know, not to cut you off, uh, Twan, um, uh, time is money. You hear that all? How how many people say time is money, right? Um, and the thing is, uh, you mentioned something about some people. Just just for reference, you know, The Rock or whoever, or, or just anybody that you know that seems to be highly productive, right? Um, there's no extra hours need, needed, right? There's no extra time that you need to manage this. If you're productive in time, effectively, you know. Uh, managing your time you can get this stuff done and you'll have a great you know work uh in life balance so yeah not to cut you off, i just wanted to add that on there go ahead yeah but basically all i'm saying is use what you got to your advantage the time mm-hmm. that you have is what you have use that to your advantage um 
that's pretty much all I have on that. Um, right. <laughs> this is a very, uh, very, uh, you know, it's cut and dry list. You could, right. Uh, you could get other things out of it. That was just the way that we saw it, the way mm-hmm. that, that it translated to us. It's a real good article. Like I said, it's on uh, Forbes.com. It's Bernard Marr. It was published August 22nd of 2022. So you can look that up. Right. Um, we, 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 uh, yeah, first, uh, you know, um, fair use, uh, we claim fair use for using if we used any words that Mr. Mar used in this. Um, uh, but yeah, we just wanted to give you, uh, you people some, some, uh, insight or some skills. If you're looking to better yourself, um, uh, whether it be entrepreneurship or going into the workforce for a new career or a career that you're currently in, um, some things you can look at, you know, um, as your boy, Michael, Michael Jackson used to say, I'm looking at the man or the woman in the mirror. Um, what can I do to be better? Right. So, uh, so what we're going to do here, like, uh, we're going to end it up, you know, like I said, keep on, th- this was part two, of top 10, most, uh, the in demand skills for the next 10 years. And this isn't in any particular sector, but this is just in general. Right. So, um, uh, also, you know, before we leave, I want to say, look, we're on our way. We're, we're, our goal for the next, in the next three months is have a hundred subscribers rather than all platforms. So, you know, whoever you're listening from, whether it's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, you know, tell your friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, you know, we're looking up for a hundred subscribers. Um, and on that a hundred subscribers, we got something special for you. So, um, keep on supporting us. We really do appreciate you you all for listening, um, taking your time, being here, uh, with us and the words, your boy, Jay-Z, Hey, you could be anywhere else, but you'd rather be here with me. So we really do appreciate you guys. Anything, uh, before we go Twan? No, just please, please, please find us on wherever you listen to your podcast. It's a one talk podcast. We're on all the major ones. So just look out for us. All right. <laughs> <laughs>